Hello, everyone, and welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the MindWealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. This week, we're going to be talking about those friends and family, or even ourselves, who might have chronic illnesses or mental illnesses. What that means, and what does it mean for them during the holidays? What is chronic illness? There are now a lot of illnesses that fall under this umbrella, but long list short, we're talking about an illness that is with you for at least a year or more, and the effects of it persist through its course. They can require ongoing medical attention or inhibit the individual's daily living, or both. So first off, how prevalent are chronic diseases? Well, per the Center for Disease Control, 6 in 10 adults have at least one chronic disease, and 4 in 10 have two or more. So it's extremely likely that someone you know or are close to, is dealing with a chronic illness. What might they have? Well, the most common chronic illnesses are heart disease, cancer, chronic lung disease, stroke, Alzheimer's, diabetes, or chronic kidney disease. Another thing you should know about chronic illnesses. Many of them are caused by a short list of risk behaviors, such as smoking or secondhand smoke, poor nutrition or diets high in saturated fats and sodium without a lot of fruits and veggies, physical inactivity, or excessive alcohol use. While some of these are preventable, others just sort of happen. And it could also be because of unpredictable things or, you know, genetics. So it's important to note that many people with chronic illnesses may feel ashamed of them for these reasons, things that may be completely out of their control. Now, why do we need to understand this? Well, during the holiday season, people with chronic illnesses or heavy mental health conditions may find it hard to be active or interact or even show up to planned family and friend events, and that's okay. Why is that okay? Because that's what they need to do to help them remain as healthy as possible. It's okay for you too. To explain this, let's use spoon theory. And while spoon theory might not account for all of the ins and outs of what someone with chronic illness or mental health issues may face, it will give others who are not familiar with those things a better frame of reference to understand their struggles. So spoon theory. Say an average person has 20 spoons every day. Those spoons can be used in exchange for hanging out with friends and family, doing tasks like chores, or taking care of yourself. You can refill your spoons by washing them through resting and regening that energy. Someone with chronic illness may only start the day off with 10 spoons, and their tasks may cost twice as many spoons as somebody who doesn't struggle with the consistent pain. So they run out of spoons to give much faster, which requires more rest from them. Some days they start off with no spoons, and they just need to rest and recuperate. Sometimes that helps them wash their spoons, other times it doesn't seem to give them any more spoons to work with. There are so many factors that go into the amount of spoons they do or don't have, it's hard to explain them all, but just know that it always varies. Many people who have chronic illnesses, when they had a great spoon day once in a blue moon, try to chase what they did in order to feel that awesome again. So they may repeat things and try to recreate the circumstances that filled their spoon count up. Which, from the outside, may seem strange, but really, it's just trying to get the best out of the life that they have. Now let's talk about some tips and tricks for those of you fighting a chronic or mental illness during the holidays. First off, make sure you're pacing yourself. Don't try to do all the events in one day. Not even spoonful people will want to do that. Spread out your engagements and take time to enjoy one or two that you have a week and spend the rest of the time recuperating to prepare for future events. 
Make a list of the events that are the most important to you and focus on doing the things that make your list. But in that process, be reasonable with yourself. While there may be a couple events on one day and another event a couple of days after, if you go to both events on the same day, can you make it to the next one? So really take a good look at your list and pick carefully for what works for you and your energy. And in that same vein, lovingly decline the other invitations and set boundaries. Don't wear yourself out and cause more issues. We all know that saying no can be hard, but if the person just isn't getting the message after you've declined, it's okay to just not respond again. As long as you're clear about your intentions of not participating while still being kind, there is only so much that you can control. So control what you can. Make sure that you're planning things out to give you the most to work with on those big days. A couple of days beforehand, maybe you pick out your outfit and gather the things you might need to bring on that day. The day before, make sure you're resting and getting your spoons in order the best that you can. For the event days, give yourself more than enough time to get ready and be there on time, but also let your host know that you may need to leave early. Your health is a priority. Rest where you can. If that means stepping outside or going for a little walk or hiding in the bathroom for an extended period, Do what you need to do to take care of yourself and your needs. If you feel worried about this, talk to your friends and family beforehand, and more likely than not, they would be happy to help you out. Now, for a few ways that those of us who don't struggle with a lack of spoons can help those of us who do. Be patient. Be understanding. Do your best to accommodate them where you can. This could mean having a quiet room for them to escape to, or having a comforting snack that they enjoy or even just wrapping them in a blanket and helping them put their feet up if they get tired. There are a lot of little ways to make things easier for your friends and family, so you can all spend more time together. Try not to be too cautious of them as well. They should be able to communicate when they are okay or if they need help. You don't want them to feel like you're treating them with kid gloves. They are trying their best to be there for your event. Be mindful of their needs the best that you can, and maybe speak with them beforehand to get a code question or gesture pre-organized that they can use when they maybe need rest or assistance. Be gracious if they need to leave early. Walk with them outside, to their car, and give them a genuine thank you for coming, because they did take the time and effort to choose your event. It is the holidays, after all. We should spend this time caring for one another and showing each other that we all matter to someone. So take the little extra care this holiday to make sure that you're enveloping those around you with kindness where you can. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week.